0: Leading when you aren't listened to. This question comes up all the time, but how do I lead if no one follows me? How do I lead if no one listens? That can definitely be both a frustrating and somewhat confusing issue, and I think that it is one that a lot of us have probably felt at some point. So today, we are going to review both what not to do as well as what to do if you are trying to lead and you don't feel listened to. And we're also going to talk about how to still lead despite a room full of people not listening to you. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigida Bornstein, And just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So, what are some situations when we might not feel listened to? If you're a student that might be trying to lead a group of peers in a group project and everyone else is maybe wanting to procrastinate way too much or they just don't want to hear your ideas at all and you also as a student you haven't been given any sort of formal position or authority so to speak so it's hard from the very beginning to get others to buy into your credibility and want to let you lead. If you're in a career path Maybe this is being in the conference room or on a virtual meeting, and when it comes time for you to pitch an idea or chime in with a potential solution, that seems to be when all of your coworkers decide to check their phones or ignore you and move on. And it isn't exactly the best feeling, right? I mean, I remember being in college, I felt like this would actually happen to me a fair amount, and I'll use myself as an example in a bit because I can understand That when you muster up the courage to pipe up in a group setting and no one listens, it can definitely make you feel small. So if you find yourself in this situation, leading when you aren't listened to, here is first what not to do. Don't get mad. Don't throw tantrums. Don't tell anyone that they are just flat out wrong. And certainly don't give up. Don't get mad and don't throw tantrums. This is one where I actually need to come clean and say that I've gotten pretty mad about feeling like I'm not being listened to before. So we might just settle for an A for effort on this one because it really is super hard to keep this situation from getting you frustrated. When I was in college, the military school that I went to had incredible opportunities for student leadership. So I found myself as a senior having been appointed as a cadet commanding officer responsible for about one-tenth of the student body, which was about 150 students. And the 10 of us in this group of people holding that leadership position and a few others as well, we would pretty regularly have meetings just to be on the same page, review problems, things like that. And I was oftentimes the only girl. And not that that was an issue by any means, but just by the nature of who we all happened to be as individuals within this group, the other nine seemed to each have a pretty close relationship with at least one other person in the group, and I didn't. My friends did not happen to be one of the people in this group. And so a lot of times I would just feel a little behind, uh, definitely was not on the inside of any inside jokes, and a topic would be brought up that I was passionate about or had a super decided opinion on and I would speak up about it. And oftentimes I would feel like we would immediately move on and ignore whatever point I brought up. So hold this scenario in your mind because I'm going to keep on referencing it. But as far as encouraging you to not get frustrated, I'm only saying that because I wish that had been my first response. I wish that my first response to feeling a little left out and a little bit not listened to had not been to let it get under my skin. I'm not encouraging you to not get frustrated because I don't think that you have something important worth contributing. I'm only encouraging you to not give to whatever group it is that isn't listening to you more value than it deserves. This is a pretty blanket statement, but just consider your priorities. Is your priority to hammer your point across and force the members of your group project to listen to you? Or is it for you to do your part, do it well, and get a good grade? I would ask the same question to those experiencing this in a professional capacity, because if you're putting your energy where it needs to go, then maybe it doesn't even matter and isn't even worth a second irritated thought that you aren't getting the listening to that you deserve. Another thing not to do is don't give up. I think that that's a given, but don't just quit the team, don't quit the project. And another thing that is very important is don't demand respect simply due to a position. So whether you end up getting it or not, respect is sometimes a little out of your control. Respect is always earned, never forcefully taken by you, and always willingly given to you. Respect is always earned, never forcefully taken by you, and always willingly given to you. So if you're going to get respect, it is up to the person who may or may not give it to you. So you just need to conduct yourself in a manner worthy of respect, worthy of admiration and honor and esteem, and then you can give yourself the respect that you have earned. But there are some people who are just never going to give it to you, and you need to be okay with that. After what not to do, we're going to move on to what to do if you're in this situation. So one similar to what I described being the only one without a close friend connection to anyone in a group of boys who held the same leadership position as me in college you'll want to try your very best to understand where each person is coming from and why they aren't listening to you. And if you do this correctly, this should really help you be able to loosen up a bit about it and not take it so personally, or in other words, not allow the fact that you aren't feeling listened to to get you frustrated. So in my example, at first, my thought process was, I'm not being listened to because they don't like me. I'm a girl. They don't think I'm cool enough. Maybe they don't think that I deserve to be here." Just all sorts of ridiculous things that weren't true because I did end up getting to know a lot of these guys and they were good people. But it took me just taking a second and thinking, okay, why do I feel like they don't listen to me? Maybe it's because I'm a little more on the not super social side of the spectrum, so I haven't gotten the chance to form any of the friendships that they already have because they choose to prioritize the social aspect of school, and I don't. Maybe it's because they're all in ROTC together, so they happen to spend a ton more time together in training or in the field and have gotten close because of that. Maybe it's because a lot of them arrive early at the meetings and are already chatting when I usually arrive just barely or exactly on time. So thinking of all these perspectives that were less me-focused really helped me just kind of think okay, this isn't a big deal. You know, there are so many reasons why I might not be heard as much as some others are in this group that I'm just not going to worry about it anymore. Another thing that you'll want to do is a little bit more if you're actually the one steering the boat of a group project or a staff meeting, and that is you're going to want to establish the shared outcome. The first thing that you will want to knock out in the meeting is, what do we all want from this meeting? Because by doing that, you're making it about us. And about a collective group success and not about me versus him versus her versus her and just super individualistic and i think that that just helps each person avoid getting his or her feelings hurt if the group decides to go with a totally different idea than their own right we all pretty much all of us want our idea to be the one that's picked unless We understand that the success means group success and then achieving whatever that group goal is becomes more important to everyone than being the one to stand out. An easy way also to create a common goal is in the words that you use. So try your best to use we and us instead of I and you. Ask questions like, hey, does anyone have a problem if we move the weekly meeting to Thursdays? instead of just deciding that without any input from the group. To make this a group that wants to listen to you, you want to be asking instead of just tasking. You want to be asking instead of just tasking. The last thing that you really want to do, and this is critical, so if you've just zoned out, tune back in, be filled with competence and character and consistently demonstrate that over time. Be filled with competence and character and consistently demonstrate that over time. Remember how I said that respect is earned? Sometimes it is just straight up never earned. There are going to be people who just never give you the time of day, but sometimes there will be people who just take a while and eventually you'll find that your consistency, your being the same person all the time, being good at your job or good as a student or good as an encourager towards everyone else in the group, doing the right thing, the honest thing, all of those honorable characteristics and respectable actions will make a huge difference in the long run. And I think that we can all find some sort of solace or comfort in just knowing that. Competence is how well can you do your job? Do you know what you're talking about? Did you come prepared? Have you done your research? Have you paid attention in class and studied ahead of time? Competency is walking the walk. It's also things like giving timely responses to questions from the group you're working with, doing a good job of prioritizing any follow-up with them, and being organized and knowing what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, by the way, don't pretend like you do. There is nothing wrong with just admitting that, you know, hey, to be honest, I... I'm not as familiar with this topic as I should be. Do you mind walking me through it or explaining it to me? Right? Nothing nothing wrong with that. So all of this was competency. Character is, are you kind to the group members? Are you respectful towards them? Do you listen to them? Are you patient? Do you give credit where credit is due? And consistency is just, are you like that all the time? Right? Are you the same person all the time? So just to repeat. Be filled with competence and character and consistently demonstrate that over time. Lastly, let's zoom out for a bit because we've been pretty situation specific so far and let's just zoom out and look at this from a super big picture perspective. You can lead regardless of who listens to you and who doesn't. And you can lead regardless of how many people listen to you. So Christian Huff, he's married to Sadie Robertson Huff. They are a very powerful couple in the world of Christian ministry. He said something really good about this at a conference recently. He said, I think the idea of influence, you know, people might think that means 100,000 followers, but that could mean your classroom at school. That could mean, you know, stepping up for someone who you see making fun of someone. You could say, hey, that's not right. Don't be doing that. Don't be saying that. And he goes on to tell the audience to Use that influence to go change lives for the better. And I personally think that when that is your approach to any of this, whether you're leading on a team, in a sorority, in a new job, in a class, in the home, that approach just helps you trust the process a little bit more and be a little bit more focused on the other person, if it's one person, and focused on the other people, if it's more than one person. Just to recap all of this from today, what not to do, if you don't feel listened to, is don't get mad, don't throw tantrums, and don't tell anyone that they are just flat out wrong. And certainly don't give up. Remember what your priorities are, and don't let the people who aren't listening to you get in the way of what is important to you. Remember that respect is always earned, never forcefully taken by you, and always willingly given to you. Sometimes that can take a while, and sometimes some people just never are going to give it to us. What you will want to do is you'll want to try your best to understand where each person is coming from and why they aren't listening to you. Because maybe doing this will show you that it actually really isn't anything personal and you haven't done anything wrong. You'll also want to try your best to establish a shared outcome. So in a group setting, encourage the we and us mentality as opposed to the me versus each of you competition and whose idea ends up being the best. Be filled with competence and character and consistently demonstrate that over time. Work on being good at what it is that you need to be good at. Be aware, up to date. Treat everyone else in the group with respect and be consistent in doing that even if you never end up feeling listened to. And lastly, just remember that leadership comes in the tiniest of moments. So if just one person listens to you say just one thing, that counts. I hope that this lesson in leadership when you aren't feeling listened to resonated with you. And as always, if you have topic ideas of things that you would like to have broken down and explained for you, just let me know.